She's curvy. She's beautiful. I she is great. I I, I love her and I loathe her. You know? I mean, if if Ashley hates a character, you know it's an attractive woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Brandon just killed Ashley. <laughs> Rob, she's already dead. Welcome back to the Trash Watch Podcast. This is our third sequel of our Summer of Sequels with 2000s, an extremely goofy movie. And I don't know about everybody else. I had a blast. I love oh, this movie. Oh, it's fun. It's it, fun. It's not better. It's yeah, not it's the like, better it can, of the it choices. Can, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's a tough act to follow. I mean, well, I yeah. think it does well enough with what it is. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A goofy movie is a near perfect movie. Yes, and this just true. it really can't it really can't just like meet that expectation. Yeah, they, I think exactly. they did, they understood like we kind of just have to do a different thing. Like yeah. we can't we can't eat, like really do the formula. We just literally have to do a different movie. Well, I mean, and like the fact that it's non-musical at all and it's, Ugh, it's this soundtrack weird. sucks. It does yeah, suck. It's, it sucks I, so hard. <laughs> I, and, and I like ska music, but I hate this like Muzak version of ska that they play throughout the entire thing. It's 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 a bit much, right? We can all agree this movie's a bit much all the yeah. way around. But it, I am it, glad, it, well, that Chris. We, it's not a goofy movie. It's an yes. extremely goofy movie. And Goofy uh, is quite extreme in this movie, I will say. Yeah, like this def- this movie is definitely more about Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this movie should have been more about Goofy. It should have been. Yeah. Like the weird synergy forcing uh Disney owns ESPN. Let's put the X Games in there. Plot like this should just be back to school, but with Goofy instead of Rodney Dangerfield. Well, okay, like go with me on this journey here. If we find out that I get no respect, (laughs) or if we found out like Goofy has to deal with the actual loss of his wife, and like, am I ready to move on? Should I move on? I don't know. He's been moving on for years. He was he's a fuck machine in the last (laughs) year. He was plowing his way through every single mom in that town. Uh, He (laughs) plows through a lot in this too. I mean, we'll kind of get to it, but like what really blows my mind is that like apparently Goofy has had multiple jobs as well. And like now that they've run out of jobs that he can do without a college degree, like (laughs) (laughs) this is the catalyst for this movie. Is it bad that when she's like, oh, you can't get a job without a degree? I was like, oh, major flashbacks to high school and how much I hated being told that. Right? Constantly. And that had no negative repercussions for our generation. (laughs) (laughs) We all have bachelor's degrees and it means nothing. I have a job in my field. I have a job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Max is going into like severe student debt, but we'll get there. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll get there. And we do get our uh, a lot of our murderers row is back of our voice actors. We have Bill Farmer back again, of course, as Goofy. Jason Marsden is Max Goof. 
Uh, Jeff Bennett is in this as Bradley Uppercross the Third, and a few other characters. He's, all, he's also the the newscaster like and the, main the unemployment caster. lady, which is fun. oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Jim Cummings is back as Pete, and then we get one of my favorite voices of all time. We get Brad Garrett as Tank. I love yeah. Brad Garrett's voice. We get Bebe Newworth. Bebe Newworth. Brandon Ashley Chris. Amazing news. We have a bebe. Oh my god, I love it. And Rob Paulson is back as PJ, and Polly Shore, of course, is back as Strangely <laughs> okay. Stranger didn't request to be uncredited this time. I want it's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. And he's only I mean, Bobby's only on screen probably the same amount of time as he is in the other movie, right? I think he gets more screen time in this one. Like I he gets the bits, like he's part yeah. of the team. Like yeah, this is way true. more yeah, so I think it's more due to PJ part. even. Yeah. Also, like, it is so not. I, I don't want to use the word brave, but like the fact that Max is like, I'm gonna win the X Games with these two losers. It's like that's a lot. That's a big risk to take. That is loyalty, Chris. <laughs> that is very yeah, Chris. loyal. Also, since we're talking about Rob Paulson, the trivia. Yeah. Nothing about it in the trivia, but based off of the discovery we made last week, do we suppose Rob Paulson ever saw this movie in its entirety? No. It was straight to DVD. Like, <laughs> yeah, this was, this was a Disney Channel extra, man. Oh, here's a question. Um, did did everybody watch this on Disney Plus, or did we watch it on Amazon? Or, I watched or, it on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Did Okay, yeah. So then we all saw Goofy mm-hmm. in his turban beating a gong at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, yeah okay. that's my first note. It's the Goofy <laughs> gong question mark. I don't understand it. Well, I, I mean, I, I think... I think what they're trying to do, at least in part, is because that's like the the goofy face, like in the old Disney shorts is like that. Yeah. But then it turns into, yeah, the goofy banging a gong and then it's like weird, the gong man. hits him or something. And he does the yahaha hooey. Yes. Yes. I, and also like kudos to them. They they went back in time, took my notes from last week. And added in more Yahahuis. I counted at least oh, three, Chris. So yeah. they're, they're everywhere. There's three a everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, they heard our episode and they're overcompensating. They're trying to fix it. It's all done in post. <laughs> yeah, this, this is all Disney Plus, just like last second editing the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It used to be very like uncouth uh, opinions about different races. They had to edit over. <laughs> yeah, now it's there's not enough Yahahuis in, in a goofy movie. Let's make it extremely, extremely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Matt. Uh, Bradley Uppercrest is standing on the patio. It's like, yeah, I don't much care for this. Yahoo-y! Across the street, if you know what I mean. Oh, he was going downhill since they started admitting yahoo's. <laughs> don't yada 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 that. That's that. that, that. <laughs> don't yahoo that. that. <laughs> so I mean, Goofy definitely yahoo's during sex. Oh, stop. Yeah, that's his finisher, man. Uh, that's his start, his middle, and his finish. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's how you can tell he's not having a good time. This is like he's not yahahooing during uh, the act of love. Oh boy. All right, let's just jump in with uh the film after the weird turban gong moment. It's gets us right in there with sports, but make it extreme. Yeah, this is extreme what my first sports. all caps note is this ain't your mama's goofy movie. I'm baffled by a lot of this movie, but I don't think when we get there that the X Games were ever like this, this weird. I don't I thought the X Games were more like the Olympics, right? Where yeah, like, yeah, here they're here. They're kind of, I don't know, goofy. Oh. Yeah. 
And not even like a regular amount of goofy. There might even be like more than average goofiness. Wow, like very goofy? Like maybe. I don't know if that's strong mm. enough. Extraordinarily goofy. That's it. Ah, it's ex- they're extraordinarily goofy games. That's what the X is for. <laughs> but yeah, it's this opening. So it's the it's the graduation party or sending them off to college party. And uh despite the fact that they didn't really seem like friends with their drug dealer in the first movie, <laughs> now uh, a buddy is, is it buddy? Is that what's his name? Bobby. 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 Well, see, my here. Well, here's my theory is because you know Max was going out with Roxanne and Bobby was was uh, hitting up Stacy. Uh, oh, so yeah. Stacy and Roxanne are friends. So they just hung out a bunch. Uh, and so okay. then after uh, Roxanne, uh, I don't know, like what what do we think happened to her? Like uh, he I, realized, she realized that Max is a is a wet noodle. Like a piece she, of shit she and a liar. she is yeah. she is actually dating Powerline. She yeah. she was actually she was older for sure anyway so she went off to college and got herself like an adult boyfriend. Oh yeah. I think it's I think they're friends with Bobby only because he has a van. That's well, it. Also I mean, that. The, the important thing is you could tell they're close friends because of how they talk, like all the youth talk. <laughs> oh, some of the weird like this is 2000, like nobody said rad in 2000 and, we said like well, we, not like, nobody but rad is very much like an 80s early 90s kind bobby of. says bootay like he I'm does like, yeah. say bootay. Now, now that's 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 2000 i mean actually <laughs> i don't I, know <laughs> like that feels more like it feels like 70s it feels like like oh wait is that goofy saying it ah, who cares I think what also, happened was that was one of the changes they forgot to do and because they, they they took the script for um back to school. Uh then they wrote they crossed out Rodney Dangerfield and wrote Goofy. Um and then they got it mixed up with uh I don't know, Gleaming the Cube, something like that. What's yeah. a sports movie? You cube uh, gleamers. <laughs> I, mm, oh boy. Anyway. Um, fucking uh, poor PJ in this goddamn movie. His father hates him. His father, His father does hate him. He has him. he has major daddy issues, but yeah. he gets it. Well, yes, like, he does. He finds his authentic <laughs> self in this movie, and I applaud him for it. Or no, yeah, you're right. I snap him for it, which also I kind of hate, but also I yeah, kind of no, I, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Okay, so what? the first thing I noticed, one, is the good luck at college. I just love that like super generic banner. And then yeah. uh, the animation is wildly different. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is the direct different. to video like this is the Disney Toon Studio. Uh, mm-hmm. So was uh, the first one. The first one was the well, first. I mean, Disney like this, this is the this is like I would say more like I said, like a specific style of like yeah, this is when they finally realized. Well, because also, if you look at the, a goofy movie, like the animation is worse than the Disney animated studios films that were coming yeah. out. Because I mean, I'm thinking for... like because re- like, I'm I'm looking at the screenshots and a couple of our backgrounds like it reminds me is that return to Neverland. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's serviceable, but it's definitely not as good as as. It's just shocking. Of, it, yeah. It, yeah. Watching them back to back, I was like, Bruh. and also like Jason Marsden forgot what Max's voice sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he I was did. like, is this a different actor? But no, he just no. like is like. Just, I guess I went through puberty late, like Chris. Like this. It's <laughs> true. It's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. It. God. God bless him, though. I mean, like. PJ sounds exactly the goddamn same. Yeah. Um, Pete sounds great. Goofy sounds phenomenal, obviously. Polly Shore is in this movie. Polly Shore is in this movie, <laughs> just doing what he does. 
Um, uh, I love that they go to state college. Oh my god! Yes. I read John Classic State yes. U. Well, that, yes. I I have a question about that. Since yeah. Goofy and Max canonically live in Columbus, Ohio, is this no, yes. OSU or OU? Ask me it's OU because they drive through a cornfield to get there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. They go to which? Uh, yeah. Which brings up other questions later on, but we'll we'll get there. Okay, so um, I gotta talk. This is not a great chant they have. Can we all acknowledge this? Their chant <laughs> is. Let's beat the gammas. Let's do it to it. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, they're not. Bobby uh, definitely came up with that chant. 100%. They they all came up with that chant in Bobby's van when they were hot boxing. Yes. (laughs) Just really. Yeah, they're really. Uh. Really uh, melted cheese in there. Just <laughs> here's the thing, though. Pete, uh, PJ never took a hit because he could always just be like, "No, no, I've never done it." But he has been high most of this time. Yeah, it's yeah. all secondhand. It's fine. No, Dad, I don't know whose cheese whiz that is. I, <laughs> I've never had it in my life. And since his dad is the worst, like oh, he never so notices his dad oh, who murdered God. his wife and daughter. That's <laughs> canon. <laughs> And then he's like, he's automatically going to turn PJ's room into another bowling alley. Like, this man is just, like, made of bowling alleys. That's, well, his whole thing. And the, in the pilot for a goof troop, yeah, uh, the, they, his wife was the realtor selling the house next door that Goofy ultimately moves into. Mm-hmm. But his plan was to take it and bulldoze it and build himself a fishing pond. So his whole dream <laughs> is just, like, remodeling the, the property he has for different sports for himself. It's so weird. As it's the most so unathletic person in the yeah. <laughs> well, that's why his sports are bowling and fishing. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. It's it's sports you can do on your ass. That's the main yeah. thing. classic fat men sports. <laughs> if I can drink a beer and chew some nachos while doing professional sports, I will. I do love like that every time we see Pete, he's grilling and like cooking and yeah. like it gets ruined, mm-hmm. which is he deserves it. But yes, he does. Um, yeah, I wrote down Goofy is the curse that karma set upon Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he is such an awful being that the universe summons yes. Goofy to him. Yes. Yeah, my my note a little later is uh, Goofy is the avatar of chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I, I, here's the thing. I will say. Although this is not the better of the two films, I think they wrote Goofy a lot better in this movie. Yeah. Like, I like his, his uh, when he's talking to, to Max and, and the boys and saying that the world will be your clam, and they say it's supposed to be Oyster, and he's like, eh, I don't really like oysters, so, you know. Uh, clam or although, whatever. as I wrote down, uh, don't worry, boys, Goofy's world is all clam. It's all clam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I also like this horseshoe lecture, because it's, it's a mm-hmm. lot like the perfect cast, like, a lot like the perfect cast, but it's fun. But and not it, good. Not good. It it just it doesn't hit as hard. Well, yeah. think they at least they at least bring it back. Uh, I think two times. Twice. I can't yes. remember. Yeah. 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 They bring it back enough that that way, it, unlike the perfect cast, where it's just like mentioned once and then oh, there it is. Also, I love like the the main thing about the the horseshoe cast is like staying focused on your goals. But as soon as Max leaves the situation, Goofy has absolutely zero focus. Zero focus. Mm-hmm. Zero. Yeah. Well, that's what he realizes that he lost focus. Well, see, I thought it was just because they were. T- he was told he had to get a degree, or else, like, he would never get well, a job again. He gets he gets fired first before he. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So he he yeah. he can't concentrate. We'll get to that. But he yeah, so we'll, we'll get to his nightmare dystopia yeah. job. So Goofy is is demonstrating like the perfect horseshoe cast. And this is where I wrote down Pete is the goof troop version of a wealthy dowager in a Three Stooges short because he exists yes. solely to just 
suffer the pain inflicted by Goofy, the avatar of chaos. Also, Which, by the way, this potato salad that's clearly like half mashed potatoes. It's so oh, it's so gross. Like I'm used to just like chunky potato salad. Some potato this. salad, easy on the salad. <laughs> when you've got three hungry teenage boys, you my just hungry every boys. Oh my! And, and okay, this this ties in nicely with beret girl because go, beret go, girl. Go, go, go. It sh- it blew my mind that Beret Girl is not given it does not have a name in this movie. Her name is Beret Girl. <laughs> Her name Holy is Beret Girl. Yeah. Oh my like, god! In the cosplay community, she's known as Mocha Chino Girl. Also, but, like, but it just like yeah. it per- ties it perfectly with the uh, high hungry boys. It's like, what's your name? I was never given one. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best SNL skits. Oh, so I good. love it. You goofy. Yeah. Listen. I'm I'm all about like handing down a legacy or like giving a, a a surprise right before college like a computer or something that you might need. This man gives Max not for whatever reason in my head I thought for years this was a typewriter and then oh, watching it last night machine. this is a straight up adding machine. I'm like, dude, just give him a calculator. Like, however, might I say it might just be like a few years too early, but Max is exactly the type of hipster douche to have an adding machine in his dorm. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I mean he yes. didn't throw it away. Like Goofy has it in storage in like 2009. Yeah. Max is being like, hey dad, uh, you still have that adding machine? Well, first <laughs> off, good on like Max is generally a good son. He tries. There are some, but like he he understands it's really important, so he thanks him genuinely. Uh, you know, one spoiler: once Goofy's at college, until he starts interfering with the X Games stuff, he yeah. is like, "Look, it's tough. Like he has no choice. Like I already talked to him; it's going to be fine. Like he is he is working with it." Yeah. After his initial horror, but um, Brandon, but- I I am glad this movie does provide you with some more text because uh, a great name for a stuffed bear. It's stuffed bear. <laughs> okay, listen, I can't say anything because the bear I slept with until I was 16 years old was named Bear Bear. That's it. That's a name. That's like a bear nickname. Bear. Now, it is Bear yeah. Twice. That is now, not a nickname. <laughs> it is Bear Twice. Now, y'all, I, I have a question. You, you know I'm yeah. not the best with subtext. Um, yeah. But I had, I had the strangest feeling that I think this bear might be a symbol. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not. You might be right. Sure. Ding, 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 ding. Watching this as an adult like gives you a whole new perspective. Like you know, like I called my dad today to be like, "Thank you for all that you've done." Like, yeah. I felt, yeah, I felt real bad uh, after like, this movie for some single. Reason. Uh, Goofy is a single dad. Uh-huh. He has the empty nest. Like, However, like, work. Oh, sorry, like when when you empty nest, you should just like get really religious or start a weird new hobby. <laughs> you know, something like that. Like he starts fixing up classic cars or he yeah. gambles a lot. Like. Just be normal. That's what you do when you empty nest. Also, Max is super rude um, and just jumps in this van and oh like abandons Goofy just instantly. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, it's such so a trip, shitty. though, like of having this giant, lovingly prepared meal by someone. And then they, they're just running oh. out and not eating any of it. I bitched about that during Critters a year ago, and I'm going to keep bitching about it now. Like, it's such a waste of fucking food. Ashley, I'll have you know, the parents guide agrees with you because similar to last week under profanity in most of the movie, Max is somewhat rude to his own father. Uh, <laughs> don't fucking say. God, Jesus. I hope it's the same mom that's just like so really too. upset 
<laughs> that like hunting Max for the ages. <laughs> yes. Like she's like, oh well, he they made up at the end of that first movie, so clearly Max's rude days are done. <laughs> I d- I did say though, like him just leaving without even like hugging him or saying goodbye. Oh. It's so fucking terrible. Yeah, I, I wrote yeah. down dick move, Max. Dick oh, move. Right. Here's a theory. Yeah. Uh, if we notice, we see his room and it is devoid of power line posters. Completely. What if his dad has gone on a tirade and like destroyed all his power line posters, thus driving a wedge between the two of them? Or what if he became such a power line fan that he made power line unpopular? Mm. That Goofy is the new rock star. What do they saw him dance at that pay-per-view concert? Everyone's yes. like, we like Goofy. We don't care about power line anymore. Based on based on this movie, that is entirely plausible. And yeah. based on how like he's he is the sex symbol. Like, what do you need power line for? You have it's Goofy. True. It's true. Yeah, uh, it's, it's in his bit, bunny slippers, which yeah. are so cute. It's but, a bit but, bananas that we don't reference anything from the first movie. It is wild at all. <laughs> like, uh, although I will say, uh, Max should be better prepared for this driving because it's exactly like his dad drives. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, why doesn't Max drive everywhere? He's the only one that's responsible. Here's a rule: don't let your stoner be the one. Yeah, I was going to say, of all anywhere. the people, don't let the drug dealer <laughs> yeah. drive. Also, I thing. think Max would be Max would be the middle of the road driver, like the normal driver. I feel like uh-huh. PJ would be going like 20 under the speed limit. Yeah. And yeah. Using turn signals for exactly. roads when they curve. Yeah. PJ yeah, PJ is working exclusively off of RV rules. He's like he yeah. he yeah from the physical and mental abuse of his father. Yeah, yeah he's driving a he's right. he's driving like a mini coupe, but he's still like wide turns. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We mentioned that they uh, drive through the cornfield to get to good old state. Just <laughs> just just state on rot iron fence. And now Chris already said this in this episode, but it's yeah. my it's my first all caps note, and I really want us to just sit with the weight that the primary antagonist in this film is named Bradley Uppercrust the third. Wow. Now <laughs> I've I am the champion of text. I am I am the champion of text, but yeah. Jesus Christ movie. Here's the thing, and, and I also get a little distracted by Bradley Uppercrust the third because the How could gang you not? Yeah, well, because the gang that he surrounds himself with that says nothing with the exception of Tank just looks like animated versions of the guys from the bare naked ladies. Mm. Yeah. And I thought and for again, for some reason, fever dream in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this this whole movie was like run by like a nineties pop band and like they did the soundtrack, nope. so they nope. <laughs> nope, there's no I don't think there's actually music with the exception of a couple disco tunes in this movie at there's, all. There's there's a needle drop here like as they're pulling in it's like I, I my future's so bright I got to wear shades. So there's still like on point oh, needle drops. God. But yeah, they they end up at state, they leave their van and now they're just riding their their skateboards and rollerblades around just, you know, hot dogging and everybody's watching and thinking how cool they are. And then the, the gamma gamma moo the gamma moos are outside in like swim trunks playing volleyball slip and slide you know the frat boy stuff see these guys riding around run inside instantly come out in brand new clothes with you know their skateboards and their head their headgear their pads all that stuff and just chase after them and i'm like i know we live in a cartoon world but this seems a bit weird I mean, what's strange to me is Bradley, what he's doing when we meet him is standing on the porch of the frat house, just being looked at by people. He's just like, he's not doing, he's just like, 
Hey, everybody, I'm here. I look at me. <laughs> He's just surrounded by people going. So your name is Bradley Uppercrust the Third. Oh yes. Before the yeah. chase, though, that Chris is talking about. This is when we get the dystopian factory that Goofy has. <laughs> oh god! So, yeah. So in the last film, he was a quite successful and frequently sleeping with the mothers of all the the children in the photo studio. Oh, uh, that's how he lost the job. Was oh, no, no, no. He lost no. the job because at this point, Kmart went bankrupt. Uh, I, guess I mean, fair. that's really what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah so he works at sure. dystopian toy factory that is like spewing out smog. Like skulls are coming out of the smokestack. <laughs> Run by the oldest thing I have ever seen. Oh, no, Brian, Brian, Brian. Uh, I was really praying you and I had the same note because his boss looks like Dan Aykroyd. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> I do love in this horrifying sequence, though, the checkerboard paint. Yes. Yes. That's yes. the kind of thing. That's kind of nonsense that I like in, in cartoons that oh, the paint man. is actually patterned in checkerboard. It's just one <laughs> swipe to make a checkerboard. <laughs> I, did, I did right here, though, that Goofy is just OSHA's nightmare. Oh, yeah, this, this van should not work in a factory. This reverse vacuum isn't oh. like it's got to be an OSHA. Like Goofy has has grounds to sue, I think. I well, think so because too. it quickly becomes a remake of modern times featuring Lucille Ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can't you can't do like factory shenanigans without thinking about Lucille Ball. Like yeah. she mm -hmm. did it yeah. first and best. And like, yeah, but then he gets sucked into the machinery and like, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's it's a whole lot of influences on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And all because he was daydreaming about his son. Uh, daydreaming that's a nervous breakdown he's having because he picks up the one of the little dolls screws the head on and it turns into max so it's like hey dad it's not the weirdest mental breakdown oh no we'll get has. to that yeah we'll yeah, yeah. That. that one has a parent's guide uh, entry yeah so. it should have a certain general's warning because <laughs> the movie i was i was viscerally upset because i thought i assumed what was going to happen in this dream and then nope Oh, nope. okay. We can't. Let's not jump the gun because that's, get the, there that's the most horrifying part of this whole episode. Oh my god! So, as, as Chris said, they're they're going around. Uh, they're they're you know Max is big dicking on his skateboard, and everyone's like, "Who's that guy?" And they start singing, "Who's, Who's that, that guy?" Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he's wearing I'm, sunglasses, so no one can tell who he is. I want a cool, 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 cool border. <laughs> It's, it's, I'd watch it. Be a writer. Yeah, uh, uh, I like yeah. the Goo Father and the Goofinator oh, two movies and Pup Fiction two. T O O. Okay, so we have a couple things to break down here. First <laughs> off, the, so we so we know from the last one and later in this one that like uh, Mickey Mouse is world famous and you can yeah. buy like phones of him. Yeah. Uh, so does that mean that Goofy is world famous in the same way, or is it because of the Powerline incident that he's world famous? Either way, there are two movies at this movie theater, the names of which are puns on Goofy's name. So I uh, I want to point this out because we have a listener that shared an interesting tidbit on our Ooh. Instagram. Is it Darth Roseman? I think it's Darth Roseman. Yeah, yeah, it's my buddy from college. Yes. So yeah, Darth Roseman on Instagram was talking to us a little bit about the fact that Goofy in his heyday made a bunch of uh sports and like acrobatic yeah, the, films you can watch them on disney plus and i mean that is a possibility that goof at some point was like majorly popular and or he's part of a, a lineage of goofs and maybe it's like like the uh the barrymores in hollywood i don't know you know may this explains 
perhaps maybe it's old movie money right maybe these are like reruns and like this is how he can go to school back to school for a year without a job and still like not go broke maybe he's yeah. just got like residuals coming in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh from all working of his... in a factory because that's yeah. what you're supposed to do he's supposed to be a good cog in the capitalist machine well mm-hmm. it's like the wrestler you know when when you've reached your peak what do you do after that you get oh, kicked no. out man you, you gotta out. settle down you do iron man too <laughs> <laughs> one last thing on these movie titles so we have the goof ones whatever it's the dog world they're doing puns the other ones are just straight changes from The yeah. Godfather and The Terminator. Yeah. Why couldn't it just be Pulp Fiction? Why do you think they made it a sequel to Pulp Fiction being Pulp Fiction 2? So the only thing I... Because I had, I had similar thoughts, too. I'm like, this all seems a bit weird. I think it's just because it's an art house cinema, kind of like the Gateway here in Columbus, but it's also on a college campus. So it's so like the like, Drexel. Yeah, yeah. So it's like independent art house films. We're gonna show something that's completely weird that nobody asked for. You know. Do you think the students made pup fiction? Too? I was gonna say oh, this yes. is a this is a fan oh, film. Like this, this is, is a, a, okay. This is a premiere, <laughs> a premiere of a fan film. Okay, that I will lock because it was like haunting me. It's it, of all the details yeah. in this very strange film, <laughs> that was the one that was gonna stick with me. So Bradley, as you might imagine from his name has the world's most evil face. <laughs> like, I say, this, I say this as a very angry-faced gentleman. I own up to it. I am part of that brotherhood. But he has a murder face. I wrote down, Bradley has major crazy face. Yeah. Okay, so, like, Goofy is Goofy Goof and Max Goof, right? Maximilian Goof. Um, and we've got Pete. And I think, based on, like, the IMDb credits, PJ's last name is Pete. So it's PJP, and does that make Pete Pete Pete? It has to, because PJ yeah. is Pete no. Jr. Yeah, yeah. It's Pete Jr. Pete. I mean, we've already established yeah. Goofy Goofy, or Goofy Goof, Goofy and Goof. Yeah, Bobby's last name is Zamersky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yes. The, there, is, there is a Goofy Poland in yeah. this universe. Yeah, in fact, actually, yeah, Goofy's oh name God, is Goofy. Goofy Poland would be exhausting <laughs> to visit. Yeah, our main character's name is Goofy. First off, what if Beret Girl's name is actually Beret Girl? What if Bradley oh Uppercrust the Third is a normal name? What if we're what if yeah. we should be asking why Bobby exists, why Pete right. exists? <laughs> they should be like Angry Cat. Also, just uh, before we let go of Goofy Poland, Goofy Poland <laughs> is where never see Goofy Poland. Goofy Poland is where all the Polish jokes actually happen. Yes. Like they actually oh, invent terrible. a submarine screen door. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, there's light bulbs. We never get them changed. <laughs> That's the Rodney Dangerfield of it all. We've missed an opportunity. Uh, speaking of lazy jokes, uh, so we now go into this coffee shop. And at first, I was rolling my eyes because I was like, it's such a tired, shitty joke that, like, isn't it funny that complex coffee orders exist? Uh, but then they started making fun of slam poetry, which is also low hanging fruit. And I'm like, but you know what? Slam poetry is dumb. So good job, movie. I would like to offer. Uh, uh, um, a reading. Oh, yes. Please do. (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, In case it's a masterpiece theater, even perhaps, but jazzy. Oh, 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 what's what's the jazz? This is a challenge for Brian. This is a Uh, Vivaldi spring, but (laughs) this is Jasterpiece Theater. And now with Jasterpiece Theater reading Borrego from an extremely goofy movie, Ashley Wood. Life. Life is like a lime. Mm, 
it's tart and tangy, sweet, ooh, so sublime, quiet, speechless, <laughs> like a mime, bold and a noisy a crime. Don't you dare waste my time, because life could stop on a dime. <laughs> uh, this has been Jasterpiece Theater. <laughs> Jazzterpiece Theater. Jazzterpiece Theater. I've been saying that. You did? Oh, okay. <laughs> I appreciate my jokes. I'm <laughs> I, I heard you the first time, Brandon. Thank I you, Ryan. It. Ashley, oh, by man. the way, this is our preview clip for the week. Like, this yeah. is just going to be the video of you doing this. this oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. Although, Ashley, not to impugn your performance, which was amazing, yeah, but so you good. missed the most astounding thing about Brave Girl performance. Which is that she's not just a slam poet; she is the world's first prop slam poet. That's true. <laughs> she's the carrot top of slam poetry. She's the carrot top of slam poetry. <laughs> Two bad tastes that taste bad together. <laughs> it's well, like bitter and to sour say, together at last. <laughs> of all of the things that I like recalled about this movie before rewatching it, yeah. it was this scene like with the slam poetry yep. and the snaps and like um I just because I just remember thinking like ooh is that what college is like like I get to be I like did. pretentious and cool like yeah. and she's so goddamn pretentious like she's, she's the so worst pretentious. she's insufferable and not like <laughs> that she's so pretentious and then immediately fucks PJ the second he fakes being pretentious <laughs> yes I think he's actually that pretentious <laughs> I think he's he is I think he wasn't going to be and then he got sex he's like this is my life now yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's also fair. <laughs> I mean, like, at the, the same snaps. time, good for PJ. Good for PJ. Yeah. Oh, good for PJ. So the the gammas invade. Um, and this is what I was really surprised by because basically, uh, Bradley Upper Crust the Third. I will mm -hmm. keep saying the full thing. <laughs> he uh, comes up to Max, and he's he would basically have it like, no other way. Yeah, he comes up. He's like, "Hey, we saw you. We want you to join the gammas and skate with us in the X Games." And he's like. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll definitely do. Like, he 100% was going to join if his friends could join, too. That was the goal. Well, no, their whole thing was to beat the Gammas. Like, they the had a whole chant yeah. about it. That was the first of the three things they chanted. Beat the yeah. Gammas. That's true. But we get some sweet burns in this fight back and forth. Uh, like, I think it is Tank who says the only contest you guys are winning is a loser contest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they make this deal where they're like fighting and I, they, I, they make a deal whoever loses the X Games will be the was it the the towel, towel boy, boy. For, the towel boy for the other yeah. team and I wrote down these stakes are just so low they can't get because they can't it's, it's not like you have to leave school like it's just I, I don't know having to towel off tank like that's that's an ordeal you hey there's probably the some people who dream about toweling off tank Bobby might be into it it's really like it's a texture thing and interesting, you know, like, oh, I could smoke a dube and then just kind of rub this dude down. It'll be yeah, I feel like he stoned him would just be very happy about the sort of like repetitive uh, motion of the process. <laughs> like yeah. he's the kind of guy who gets high and you send him in the back to do all the dishes and he does like four people's worth of dishes in like <laughs> one hour. Yes. Yeah, actually. Yeah. The, the one that would really be awful to towel off is uh, uh, Sasquatch Kid. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe they. Oh, Sasquatch game. Oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, okay. What, do you have something to say about Sasquatch Kid? Because that's about the end of my thoughts. That there's. <laughs> I just, I just think it's, it's just crazy to me because this, 
This implies that Bigfoot from the last movie had sex with someone else and, like, an intelligent enough person that made another person half Bigfoot hybrid that can function in society. It's and it's, also this this child this like this it, uh, this demon spawn would have already been alive during the events of a Goofy movie. Alternative yeah. alternative theory. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Sasquatch witnessed the high dad soup inter- uh, interaction between a Goofy and Max. Realized how much he wishes he was literate. Like got himself <laughs> got himself shaved down. Got a got a got GED and enrolled GED. in college. <laughs> What if that is the Sasquatch from the first movie? <laughs> I love the. I find the, no fault in this. I find no flaws. I think. Yep, you just nailed it. Perfect. He was so affected by the heart-touching high dad soup scene, as we I all were. Love, I just love the idea of him like being looking at himself in the mirror, going, ah, "I gotta shave, or else they'll never accept me as one of their own." Oh, I mean, uh, the beauty standards in society are nightmares. I, I don't. I yeah. wish he hadn't needed to shave. I understand uh, yeah. the impulse. Uh, well, we haven't been talking about Goofy enough. Yeah, now movie. let's get to the actual horror show of the movie, which is un- <laughs> which is capitalism. <laughs> yeah, there are literally. Uh, which here's the thing: I was more dumbfounded about. I think was Ashley who said the idea that he has like been fired from every job you can get without a degree. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense because before I was like, "What do you mean? There's literally no like." Goofy would be fine, like picking up human shit with his bare hands and yeah. throwing it in a pile. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, he's already been fired from that job. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I don't want to be one of those one of those people because this is kind of a nitpicky thing, but it's one of the yeah. ones I will kind of stick with that bothers me as a plot convenience. And it's when people who shouldn't be in the same class are in the same class because we yes. our characters together. Yep. Um, Find out uh, Goofy was only one year away or one semester or one year away from graduating college he mm-hmm. would not be in freshman level classes i'm more concerned about the gammas who were have been there for three years winning the x games are in the five same class yeah five in the exact same class as incoming freshman max yeah. bradley uppercrust the third is like 45 years old like he's older <laughs> than goofy yeah yeah uppercrust the fourth is also somewhere at this college <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it. I wrote it down as he's. I thought he was kind of like a Van Wilder type that he can never leave college. Oh, he's the Van Wilder who sucks. Yeah, <laughs> he's the anti Wilder. He's the Van Wilder that everyone hates. <laughs> I do like that Goofy because his last uh, existence in college was not since the seventies. He walks in in a leisure suit and an afro. Like nothing An Afro has wig, changed. We find out. An Afro <laughs> wig, yeah. And like, let nothing me, has changed for him. Let me tell you, I I sent you the screenshot. Max screaming when Goofy comes in made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's just such a perfect, like horrified, like cartoon face. Well, it actually yeah. that actually feels like a Disney feature, and also Disney the name. it's also the yeah. the scream itself is just yeah. so perfect it's so good but as i briefly talked about uh before so after the the horrifying reaction to goofy being in his leader shoot and bursting the class yeah max is trying to be helpful he's very sympathetic when his dad tells him what's going on and how he feels about it so while he's definitely still wants to be on his own which i get like when you're 18 you're out in the like that's that's the your chance time. and also first chance man yeah, it's the it's the only time when you're like all, kind of an adult and kind of have freedom, but also there are like lots of safety nets around you for most people. So yeah. 
it's important for him to try to be on his own. Uh, but yeah, he's trying to be helpful uh, in the in the initial moments. So yeah, uh, one plus plus one sun points to Max, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and, is that and, a thing we do? What well, would sun do? What what gets me? It's our though, rival podcast. Yeah, is <laughs> is finding out that like they have that conversation and Goofy's going to kind of lay back and do his thing. Max will do his thing. And then all of a sudden, Goofy shows up and he's like making the boys get out of bed super early and cleaning and everything. But this leads me to this question: Where does Goofy live? Uh, in the fountain on campus. Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, obviously they had to drive to school. It's supposed to be at least a distance enough that you weren't going to see Max for a while. You know, like so. If does I had to guess, phone? he's probably at a hotel that you pay by the hour, and he doesn't know why the hotel works that way. <laughs> <laughs> and the hotel owner's just like, man, this guy. Or it's it. the clown hotel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now that he's there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, Can I just the- note that, um, uh, like, so Max, you know, throws Goofy's wig in the trash, and then we cut to the scene with Bobby wearing that wig, and I'm like, oh, he pulled that out of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Bobby's going to be on academic probation in the first week. Yeah, if Bobby was the main character, this would be like a harrowing drama. Yes. This would be like Manchester <laughs> by the Sea. Actually, Bobby, Bobby's not even going hey, to school. Buddy, there. I'm going to go run out for some beers. <laughs> Bobby's not even going to school there. He just like just snuck in and is living there off the system and just nobody's noticed because he's just a non-noticeable character this entire movie. Yeah, uh, he he sleeps in the first class. Yeah, like Although yeah, while we're yeah. while we're talking about him, uh this will bring up the the one the one TV trope that Clayton requested we mention uh cuz okay. it feeds into our chipmunk theory. <gasps> adding to it, which is chromatic arrangement. Because on top of being the chipmunk theory, it is also common that the chromatic arrangement colors of red, blue and green uh match the characters of the main character being the red and then the completely laid back green character, and then the neurotic blue character, and PJ, Max, and Bobby all follow this color coding. Hey, chipmunk theory holds up. Also, yeah. balls in your court, Robert McKee. It's also, it's also really weird. Like when we're in the dorm room for the first time, PJ's not wearing pants and wearing tidy whities, which whatever. But Bobby's wearing these like purple yeah. bikini briefs. Which more, uh, if that's uh, what he's comfortable in, I just think like. Maybe maybe it was just me. Maybe, maybe this is one of the things I missed out in college, but I don't remember just like hanging out with my bros in our underwear all the time. Nope. <laughs> nope. That was an alone activity. Like okay. you'd be more likely to be wearing mesh shorts without underwear than wearing just underwear. Yes. There's just a couple things I want to mention in this montage of like Goofy annoying Max, which are like two extremes that don't really make sense. One is Goofy's being laughed at in the morning for, as far as I could tell, eating breakfast. Yeah, which is not a thing. Yeah. Like, hey, look at that fucking nerd. I'm also in the mess hall at this time, but I see him eating breakfast, and that's a nerdy... These are these are high schoolers. Yeah. yeah. I only drink straight coffee on an empty stomach. We don't put food in this. But then the other extreme nonsense thing of Max is, uh, is hitting on a woman who's, who's first off, she's, a, she's checking, she's like the cashier at a clothing store. Yeah. And so apparently Max is, at that point, checking out in addition to checking her out. Uh, and Goofy Hey-o. decides to hold up a pair of briefs in front of him mickey like, mouse Fox. briefs it just seems like they sat down like okay we should come up with some ideas for like funny ways goofy can annoy max and they came up with nothing and so they have the like breakfast is- and underwear man <laughs> you know what like all of these things that goofy does like he makes them clean he makes them get up early and eat breakfast he like wants him to have clean underwear 
that's just good parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And this also just shows you that college boys are disgusting. Gross. Gross. I appreciate Goofy, especially being a single dad, like, like actually like managing his goddamn household. Like, this is not, this is not like. (laughs) Yeah, we see Goofy being very domestic and cleaning in both movies. Yes. Which I, I'm here for. That's why Goofy is the perfect man. I just noticed this in the goofs. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's, we got a bunch of goofs. Uh, we it's it's back during the factory scene. It says when Goofy accidentally switches the conveyor too fast, there is one shot where it's going not as much faster as shown in all shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, they have egg on their face. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, is uh. there a trivia pointing out that it's uh extremely goofy movie is in reference both to the degree of goofiness and also the extreme sports in the movie. But (laughs) there is trivia that says, despite the title of the film, period, all of the characters on skateboards ride a, quote, regular footed stance rather than a, quote, goofy footed one. Wow. Oh, that's actually, I, 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 I appreciate I that. that yeah, yeah. I value that person. Yep, I, yep. I take it all back. IMDb trivia never changed. That's a, an astute observation. Yeah. Oh my uh, but my, my, my point with the montage was just like, if we, in addition to the sort of the drop in animation quality, it's just a drop of the writing. Think how good the montage of like Max being the navigator was in the first movie, how they told story and jokes at the same time. And this one, it's like lazy, half thought out premises like eh, he's in the mess hall and they're laughing at him. Uh, his dad holds up underwear to his cross while he's talking to a girl. I'm like, it doesn't it seems forced and lazy. Well, and like half of these like quote unquote embarrassing faux pas moments are like just goofy being a good parent. And then the other half are goofy being a cock blocker because like the other one is like so there's the girl because Max is, you know, he's in college like he and Roxanne maybe did it like once, you know, like I don't know if they went on like some hand stuff. Yeah, definitely. But some like hand stuff, he's, yeah. he's had a taste and he knows like this is his time. Fortunately, though, Max knows the way to take care of a cock blocker, and that is get the cock blocker laid themselves. Yeah. yeah. Unblock so Max introduces him to the perfect woman who is horny for books and horny for Goofy. I love Miss Marple. She's so fantastic. Much. Is she a fox? I she's got to be. Uh, uh, she's, yeah. she, uh, yes, is the answer. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she is a fox. Is a fox is she a an dog? actual fox? I don't know. <laughs> I fucking love this woman though. She is so great. Oh yeah. Hello, Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, what's great is like I can hear the BB Newworth of it all, but like she's doing a really good like character actress voice and great. I appreciate her for it. And I like I love the image of her behind the books and like stamping them and shutting them and then all of a sudden like all the books There's are gone. Here, he- fetishes, buddy. Like that's fine. <laughs> Whatever role play you want to do is fine. Chris's kinks aside, we all know Goofy's kink, which is the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> yeah. and it's also just so happens to be Miss Marple's kink because, you know, like, really, when you're on a college campus, like, what's hotter than a guy your age? Yeah, because she because he immediately recognized her mood ring and she's like, let's put it on your dick and see what mood you're in. <laughs> also, <laughs> I, I, I'll give you I'll give you three guesses. <laughs> also, he carries around the Gilligan's Island commemorative <laughs> giant <laughs> golden shell. Like he has a Doctor Who fucking jacket there. That's well, and then you find out pockets. later in the movie he carries a horseshoe with him everywhere he goes too. It's like goofy, what? 
That that's why you're so spindly small. You're carrying an extra hundred and fifty pounds of shit everywhere you go, man. Yeah. But uh, I I wrote down here. I wish I had game like Goofy. Yeah. Who doesn't, man? And see, I wrote down once again another lesson for uh, Brandon. If I'm if I'm someone's trying to pick me up, it's helpful if a girl tells me I'm groovy. I'm like, okay, that's a clear communication of a signal. Well, and while you all were asking that, I asked the question: How does one disrespect the Dewey Decimal System? Uh, Miss um, Shelving, don't you disrespect the Dewey Decimal System? That stuff is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley coming out Ashley. hard against the Dewey Decimal I'm System. Ashley, your, be- your best friend Clayton is a librarian. What? Your best friend Clayton is a librarian. I, know, I Well, I bet Clayton would agree with me because I have, I too have worked in a library. I did too. <laughs> it's actually, it's not that bad, but it was, it was the worst part because it was the children's books and uh-huh. like, ugh, like they're just <laughs> all over the place. And it's like three yep. eleven. Although I believe all, uh, all the OSU libraries, I believe use library of Congress classification system. Yeah. So oh. maybe Clayton does hate the Dewey decimal system. I don't know. Clayton, that's your question for this week. Yeah. Do you hate the Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. I, okay, I did genuinely get joy out of Goofy reacting to having a date. I thought it was fantastic and just so lighthearted and just wonderful. And he's so, like, ready to fly on cherub's wings when he finds out he's got a date. And it well, makes me happy. I think he's so used to being used by those poor single mothers in the photo yeah. studio for his yeah. body. And he's he's not had romance in a long time since Max's mother passed away. Yeah. And so he's very excited to get back out there in a, in a way that's not just purely sexual, although definitely still going to be sexual, but oh, it's yeah. not only sexual. He yeah. hasn't met an, a, a, a woman that finishes his sandwiches. There we go. <laughs> I was going to say his uh, yuck. <laughs> so now I um, in general, while I do think the X Games plot line is a bad idea and they should have written the movie yep. entirely without it. You could have yep. just just about dealing with college and Max and Goofy at the same time. Yep. I do like the premise that Goofy, like Mr. Magooing his way through every awkward situation he gets himself into, would result in amazing skateboarding. Yeah. yeah I, I even like could you imagine how unfair it would be to compete against fucking Goofy? Like the unbreakable dog? Like, forget it. This man is gonna be able to do whatever he wants. There is a moment in the coffee shop where, like, you know, Max spills coffee on Bradley upper crust the third like good but like yeah. you know he's like I'll bet if you were on a skateboard this is turning into Owen Wilson but <laughs> also Owen Wilson could have played that role really yeah. well by if the you way. were wow. on a skateboard you know wow. like wow you wouldn't you wouldn't wow, have spilled a drop wow. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever wondered why we always wear gloves wow oh we'll get to that we'll get to that my friend <laughs> Well, wait, wait, I need to finish my thought. So, like, <laughs> the bits get in the way. Um, no, just like, so it's, it, I like this idea that there's just a genetic predisposition between father and son that like all of the like awkward, like klutziness translates yeah. really well into skateboarding. Like yeah. it's just their destiny. I agree though with Brandon, the, the, the X Games plot, it's so stupid. It's so yeah. stupid. You know who else is stupid? What? Max, because Everyone is down to clown after this display. And Max is like, I don't want to be associated with you. And it's like, dude, the yeah. world is your clam right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, when we go to Club Rave. Oh, wait. 
before we before we move on, I just want to. So the the plot is that like Goofy will go join the Gammas for whatever oh, yeah, there's reason. There's plot. Yeah. Um, there's <laughs> sort of plot. Um, and well, because Max, Max is like, oh yeah. yeah, Dad, you should join them because you're not that great or whatever. He'll fuck right. it up. Like, oh, they're the best. You should be on their team and not mine, right? Like, so like we have an excuse not to see each other. But like, <laughs> the Gammas go talk to Goofy, and he's like, well, I think I'd rather be with my son, and um. Bradley Uppercrust the third is like, ah, but you know, you'd be so good with us. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't think you understand the bond between a father and a son. And I was like, no, he does no, not. He does not. <laughs> he- yeah, Bradley Uppercrust the second does not seem like a loving father. No. Yeah. I mean, Brad- Bradley Uppercrust the second is also somewhere on campus. <laughs> Uppercrust the first is buried on campus. And as we've already established, fourth is just wandering around somewhere. Yep. Yep. Yes. Possibly yeah. fifth. This is also the problem with somebody like Goofy is is if you're ever the optimist, it's really easy for people to take advantage of you by just like saying the right thing. Like you could be talked into just damn near anything. Yeah, Chris, Chris that's how I talked you into this podcast. Yeah, this is true. I say, Chris, buddy, is this is is a therapy time? I'm actually actually I think I might walk away unscathed this week. I'm maybe. Maybe hey. uh, we st- we still have an hour. We still have plenty of That's movie true. left to cover. By yes. the way, th- the animators, I don't know if they're the same animators from the Goofy movie, but these motherfuckers know how to do cheese. They know. How That's to what do I was going to say. Like it, it, we're, we're saying Mac Max got game because he is face is covered in nacho cheese. Yes. And this girl comes up and is still like not a deal breaker. Nope. <laughs> well, if yeah. she's also a dog, she'd be like, "I can lick that off of any place you want." Well, also, also, if there's a pill in it, <laughs> there's always a pill in it. There should be, there should be, or else you're gonna have puppies, and that's, that's not great when you're in college. <laughs> Well, it's also I think if if in this universe uh, cheese is like pot or whatever, I think it's also just like, hey man, you you can hook me up. Well, that's so I was blown away by this very explicit drug reference, like <laughs> when uh, Bobby hits on Beret Girl, and he's like, uh, "How would you like to play some bongo music?" And it's yes. like, oh, he's inviting her to do drugs, like yeah. which yeah. might just be cheese, but it's still definitely drugs. But also <laughs> yeah. like. She doesn't need Bobby's ditch weed. She's got the good shit back at her place. But after Bobby flames out, once again, uh, PJ throws out one. He Googled pretentious phrases to say. And I quote, it is endemic of our culture that those of large stature are overlooked, except for by vultures with no regard for the depth of our feelings, the passion of our hearts and the beauty of our moments. Boone. Chris, incidentally, this is this is where I wrote down that PJ really is Chris. Thank you. Thank you. And also, legit, uh, that gets married for a girl because after he says that, it is straight to Bone Town. Yep. She just she decides like in the middle of that, she's like, "I'm gonna fuck this guy." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's after. Yeah, he used endemic and used it. He used a word with three syllables in it, like which is better than half of this campus. Man. Half the campus are all Bradley it. Uppercrusts. But also, <laughs> I also <laughs> just an army of Bradley Uppercrusts. Now we've got the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the minor chord, the major lift. 
Like, like the whole thing is you. You look at Fraternity Row, and every house is just another gamma house filled with upper crust. They get more and more inbred, and like it's like the multiplicity. That's why Bradley's face looks so weird. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's that's why we have Bigfoot. <laughs> Wow. It's a failed Bradley clone. Oh, yeah, it's like it's, 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 it's a it's a King Charles II of Spain situation going on here. Just he's the Habsburgs. His pointy chin explains it all, oh, and they're all anemic. We've solved it. Oh my god! Uh, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, but now it's time uh, checking on Goofy's game. Mm-hmm. And Goofy knows the ancient art. Of bribing the DJ. It's yeah. so fucking smart. And he's so fucking good. This I just wrote Goofy goes so hard on this dance floor. And I love it. I wrote down, uh, in addition to being sore from dancing, uh, there for other reasons, Goofy's not going to be able to walk tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Goofy gets the entire club. Like, although they were already dancing and they were already like on board to have a good time he somehow finds a way to make it like the next level of good time and pulls in everybody. Because Goofy knows how to make, knows how to have a good time. Like, yes. yeah. Um, I know this is, it's it's obviously like, it's animation, so whatever, but I do think that the strobe light effect when Miss Marple is, is dancing, it's really fucking cool to look at. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just a really cool animation, and it shows that there is a lot of talent that went behind this movie. It just wasn't per se in the writer's room, you know, but the animation alone is, although different, is really fun. Although honestly, somewhere I could have used a little less animation is this next scene, (laughs) which I'll let you get into, (laughs) but I'll let you know that my, my description is just this scene is filthy. It's so fucking filthy. I, my note is that these mood rings are about to explode. Well, from the if you take a look energy. at my background here, oh actually, my God. they yeah, are look, they are exploding. They're exploding. <laughs> they exploding mood rings. Like that's like that is their sexual energy. Oh, Although the look on ring. their face while that's happening is like sheer confusion. <laughs> like, oops, it happened too soon. It's one oh. of those things that is not graphic, but somehow is more graphic than like if it had just been a sexy. It's it's Patton Oswalt's joke about like clean filth. Yes, that's exactly so what worse. I was going to say. It's like it's that because <laughs> I again I just said to the group is that I don't know how to explain this moment other than Goofy fingers Mrs. Marp or Miss Marple, and because mm-hmm. he is he's trying to like they're taking a moment on their walk back home to stop on a park bench and talk or whatever. Lives. Yeah, that's where Goofy <laughs> lives. And he, t- he took get- her back to his place. Yep. And then we get this like it worked. <laughs> super zoomed in shot of their fingers walking like their anthropomorphic hands, and then like wrapping the finger leg around the other finger leg, and the the mood rings touch, and like Ashley said, they kind of explode, which is it's just it's a lot, and it's. Mm. I even as a child watching this at home with my parents, I was like, "This seems bizarre, <laughs> right?" Like it does not rise to this level. But I found it so but goofy. Like, does yeah, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> it's not quite as filthy, but it it's the closest uh, we've seen on the podcast since the uh, Madonna ice cream scene in Dick Tracy. <laughs> Where I was yeah. just like, this is Whoa. grossly graphic. <laughs> and this 
this one is ostensibly for children. Like, yes, that makes oh. it so much worse. By the way, don't don't Google Miss Marple. Images. Why would I? What no, no, okay, under okay. what circumstances <laughs> would I be googling that, Chris? Chris, I'm gonna let the furries have their own corner of the internet. I don't Google <laughs> these characters. I literally just did it because I was looking for funny backgrounds oh, of, for my no. Zoom before we got on the call, and I saw things that it changed me and not you in a good to, way. You need, to, you need to ban deviant art from your search results. A hundred percent. Yeah, th- yeah. You might have to show me how to do that. Every every week, Chris logs onto the sh- onto the onto the Zoom record, just like I have such sights to show you. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Chris, I'll work on programming an extension just for you to Chrome that is just like a pure, innocent, good guy filter that like Chris wouldn't think before typing these things in. (laughs) And so we need to protect his poor brain from them. Well, like, okay, like, obviously cut this out of the episode. But the first image when I looked up Miss Marple, because I was again just trying to find this image for my background Mm -hmm. was a deviant art of her pregnant with puppies and like, (sighs) like. The the belly was bigger than her body, and I was like, "Why is this a thing? Why?" I know pregnancy Ooh. should only be for Sonic. We all agree. Uh, yes, agreed. <laughs> only Sonic. Uh, okay, let's get back to the, uh, the dumb plot of this movie, which is the X Games part, which apparently has like five or six foreign judges. Yeah, that's oh boy. There's okay. We have we have several things to talk about in the scene. So much to talk about. Uh, this is the best time when I wrote down. It is such an odd choice to have this X Games thing, in what is clearly just like a slobs versus snobs like by yeah. the number story. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for snobs to be into extreme sports. No, that's not a snob thing. No, I, I swear to God, it feels like they're like, hey, we have the money to do a Goofy movie sequel. And the, the like parent company was like, all right, but you have to promote ESPN's X Games. And, and ESPN2. Like, <laughs> and they're like, all right, fine. I guess we'll put it in there. Because uh, otherwise, it, like everything else, the idea, it, the ideas are all there. Goofy goes back to college. He goes yeah. at the same time as his son and embarrasses him. Uh, you know, Goofy meets a, a woman and starts to fall for her in slobs versus snobs. That's all fine. And then you have X Games on top of it, and it just derails everything. So I had this thought last night while watching this and watching the X Games part of it and thinking, if this movie was made in, you know, the last four or five years, what this would be is this would be the fraternity cornhole tournament that they show on, like, ESPN 5. And then you could make it, like, instead of doing cornhole, make it, uh, like, horseshoes. So then Goofy is just, like, the best at horseshoes because he's ultra-focused. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, yeah. yeah. And then I could accept that for this rivalry. I mean, it, it's it's Revenge of the Nerds. And there's yeah. the frat decathlon, and they would form their own frat. It's whatever. Yeah. 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 But um, it's just weird. It's The whole thing's weird. The scoring well, system is, I don't understand at all. <laughs> what's so, Some more evidence of the shitty writing in this movie, though. Yeah. Uh, so this instance, they, there's like the qualifying rounds, and then if they make it after that fact, they are ranked. So like ranked on basically where they placed. Yeah. And later we find out that the team Gamma is first because later on in the thing, they're team one Gamma, and then uh, Max's team is team ninety nine, the last team that made it. But in this opening qualifying round, they refer to them as team Gamma and team ninety nine. So before they were ranked, before they competed, they still just called them. T- they were too lazy to come up with a name for Max's team. And they're like, we'll just say Team 99. What's it matter? It, nothing matters. We have to do the X Games plot and it's dumb. Yeah. 
you could tell how much the writers didn't want to do this stupid X Games thing. Especially like the so we have these qualifying rounds, and then I guess it's like six months later that they have the finals. Like I don't understand the timeline. It's very weird. And also, Bradley's like it's the final day of the thing, as if it's been more than two days that we've seen of comp- competing. Because mm-hmm. when Goofy leaves the team, he's like, "You can't leave. It's the last day of the competition." Yeah, and like we've seen no competition since then. That'd be a weird thing to say if it's a one day thing. And so, yeah, I mean, and Bradley, uh, you know, sabotages Max by shining a mirror in his face. Um, uh, is that all he does, though, in this first round of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> or is there an all caps note on my page next? Uh, that's a good question, Brandon. One that you could possibly answer. Uh, oh, look at that. There's no all caps note, because as I wrote with two question marks, a rocket on the board. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the that's the final thing. Like when you're cheating and you get so blatant at that point. But the first thing we see to do the game is cheating is they strap a rocket to Goofy's board. You literally can't get higher than that. I I don't know what the next step would be. After having a rocket shining a light in Max's eyes seems so weird. Like he should stab Max. That's the escalation then. <laughs> he's a there's a sniper on the roof and Sasquatch is taking shots. Also, like I know it's Goofy, and I know that Goofy is the one that could pull this this whole thing off, like with a rocket and everything, by not realizing it. But hmm, I just that's that to me. Uh, if you're cheating, that seems like a huge risk to be like, oh, we'll just put a rocket on the back of this thing because he can only perform if he's really just like. The world is crashing around him. I, it, it's just a weird choice. Well, Chris, what you missed is that uh, on the judges panel is uh, Sir Bradley Uppercrust the uh, second, <laughs> Herr Gustav von Uppercrust. Is he the um, German judge? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And then the the Spanish judge El Uppercrusto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it, it's the worst trope where there is one foreign judge who uh, like gives a bad scores to everyone. Although it doesn't make sense because everyone hears it. Like the idea is that of that like shitty lazy joke is that like oh they hate America so they're giving yeah. like America a bad score. But it's the X Games. Why is the German judge giving Goofy less po- like it makes no sense? Also, fun fact about the score: it said that Max's team got a score of barely above six. But if one adds the individual scores and calculates the average, the score is 5.85, meaning that they shouldn't have participated in the final. Actually, actually, though, to be fair, uh, sometimes you will eliminate the highest and lowest score. True. So if, so basically it, with with panels like that, if you have like five or six judges, like sometimes to, to stop outliers like that, to stop someone from like sabotaging you with a low score. That's, that's interesting. OK, OK, that that makes See, sense. So because there's thought, 19 of yeah. 20 people found this interesting. So I'm assuming you're number 20. <laughs> I'm number 20. And I was like, come on, guys, let's not be let's not be unfair to this great film. I do like the the uh, the running gag of the movie of Ken Clark, who's like the I, I wrote down as a note, like, am I Ken Clark? Who's like the the sheepish, uh, tiny guy who's like do keeps trying to do like the announcement, and then uh, the Jeff Bennett will just like interrupt him and, and, and take over. And understandable, yeah, it's yeah. a good bit. It's one of the better bits in the in the movie. I think I do. I do like the one where they do like the star wipe or the the slide wipe on the screen, and he's literally pushing him away, pushing him off the screen. I thought that was that's great. a great bit. That's a great now, gag. Now this starts what I would like to call Chris yelling at the screen to tell Goofy just to focus on getting his goddamn degree. Just get your goddamn degree, Goofy. Don't uh, worry about But also, still pay attention to your fine-ass woman, because she yes. is perfect. 
So obviously, you know, Goofy cares more about Max than anyone else in the whole wide world, which is really, really sweet and really, really yeah. lovely. Um, but like, if he weren't so like concerned about Max's like, you know, teenage sulkiness, mm-hmm. like he would be the most successful like dog man on the planet. Cause like, he's always successful when he doesn't care what anybody else thinks. It's just like mm-hmm. when Max is like sulky that he's like, Oh man, everything's bad. You know? And so like, that's what happens here. I mean, you know, like in his defense, like that's been the last 18 years of his life is if anything goes bad with Max, then the whole world is crashing. Yep. It's not Goofy's, a great thing, but yeah. Goofy's yeah. overcompensating a little, yeah, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but yeah. Also, Brian, just so you know, I pulled it up just to check. And if you eliminate the highest and lowest score, they get a 6.1. Ooh. So oh, take that, 90 people who found that interesting. <laughs> I was going to say, Brandon, zero of one person found that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the classroom. Yep. And uh, we, uh, Goofy gets an exam. And it's 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 a midterm, isn't it? Or is it no? Because like, the midterms come later, which yeah, is what true. confused the hell out of me. Because yeah. in this dinner that he misses, it says "Congratulations, Goofy!" with "Congrad," which is I lost a spelling bee because damn it, I had seen these congratulation cards. No, and so I was like, oh, I I know how to spell congratulations, and I spelled it with a D, and they were like, nope, and my grandma was super pissed at me. She was like, how did you misspell congratulations? Oh, I was like, I've seen it on I, cards. First oh, off, fuck therapy you, week. grandma. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I got, it's, it's, this is Ashley's therapy week, guys. <laughs> I, I got second place in the spelling bee in, like, I think, second grade, because uh, like the word before mine oh. was vault and my word was guard. Oh. And one is the V-A-U-L-T yep. and the other is G-U-A-R-D. And I was like, all right, it's like vault, G-A-U-R-D. Yeah, this was this was regionals. I also, won my, my school spelling bee. This the, year, the year before that at the elementary school spelling bee, like 20 people got taken out by upholstery. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's a massacre. That sounds, that sounds like I, a Jay Leno headline. I'm pretty sure I was one of... Actually, I'm not sure if I did that spelling bee, but yeah, like a bunch of people got knocked out by upholstery. That's amazing. That has two meanings and I love it. Much like the title Extremely Goofy Movie. Yeah! <laughs> it all comes back. <laughs> Uh, but did anyone else write down what the first question on this test is? Though? Oh, briefly explain the meaning of the universe. <laughs> yes. All right, everybody. Let's answer this question. I have a serious answer, but not a funny one. <laughs> All right. I mean, 42 it. is the funny one. The alternative, the alternative funny and also serious one I'm pulling up now. Oh. I, I feel like for me in the, in the goof universe, the goofiverse, it briefly explain the meaning of the universe. It's just... Find find your mood ring or like Aww, cute. sniff everyone's ass that will let you. I, I, feel, I feel like the uh, meaning of the universe lines up with the meaning of life from the end of the meaning of life, uh, which is nothing special. Try and be nice to people. <laughs> avoid eating fat. Read a good book every now and then. Get some walking in and try to live together in peace and harmony with people of all creeds and nations. No, yeah, we could actually use that right now. So, yeah, yeah. Bring that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, 42. So, yes. yep. yeah, yeah I think uh, I'll stick with those. Yeah, so the 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 uh 
I think the correct answer is that Goofy had a custom made test, and that's actually just supposed to where he's supposed to sign his name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I was gonna say either that or because Goofy is about to trip balls real fucking I was hard. Say, it's, a, it's a special <laughs> test because it's laced with LSD. Okay. Okay. He has so an this... out of body rainbow experience. I, I hope you're all ready for the next two hour conversation on this scene alone. Because <laughs> we need to really like we need to unpack so the the meaning behind. Like we get he loves his son. I get that. Yeah, totally. But it starts off before the hallucination. It starts off with him doodling his son's name with flowers around him. Quite beautifully. That is not yeah. the cinematic language of I'm sad that my son doesn't want me in his life. <laughs> that is not the story that this is telling. No, it's I, I don't like son. that they do this and it gets worse. It gets, <laughs> it gets so much worse. And audience. I I told you there's the, the parents guide mentions this scene. Yes, Brian. I, so yeah. to, to sum it up very quickly from the parents guide under frightening and intense scenes, Goofy has a nightmare about what embarrassments he had experienced throughout the film. That seems very mild compared to what actually happens. I don't, yeah, I don't think, think that's think an apt description of the scene at all. <laughs> Not even close. Oh, that's- I would put Goofy has a weird sex daydream about his son. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a reverse Oedipal complex. It's uh, it's very upsetting is what it is. It bothers me to my mm. core. And it, I mean, it, it made me want to stab my eyes out. So, yeah, yeah, it's basically that's so an like- Oedipus joke. I got it. I just didn't care for it. That that's me. Yeah, that's me yelling at the listener to appreciate. My <laughs> hey, Brian, humor. zero out of three people found that interesting. <laughs> no! <laughs> How's that petard taste? Oh, I brought it myself. I thought, oh, this is perfect. What a lovely petard I brought to the podcast. Ah. <laughs> I um, so Goofy, like I guess he's going to his happy place first, kind mm-hmm. of Where like he fucks like his son. <laughs> who is this Alice in Wonderland like tea party it's weirder than like the Happy Gilmore happy place like it's, yeah. definitely, it's so even much more weird. sexual so much weirder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah oh, man. as as someone who has unintentionally gone through an acid trip <laughs> I gotta tell you Mine was not nearly as fucking frightening as this. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I don't like it at all. I, I, Do you and, think and, it's Goofy's dad like pulling him into the happy oh, place? God, that's or so is much it just worse. like I, Goofy's idealized version of himself? Or, yeah. I was about to say, do you think this is how Goofy sees himself in the universe as like the cool guy with rainbow hair coming out it's, of a flower? It's not inaccurate. I mean, I mean, the 70s yeah. like groovy dude. Yeah. Yeah. But it does answer the question has Goofy ever done drugs before? Because, yeah, clearly. <laughs> He's been here. He's been here a few times. Yeah. Oh, it's just very odd for him to have this fantasy, though, when he is in love, like the plot. They have the plot of him being in love with this woman. And you can make it that he's he fails his test because he's distracted thinking about his new love. And that creates Mm -hmm. tension between them. And that would explain him them skipping the dinner with her. Instead, it's this weird scene where he's oh, it's it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Also, I've I I don't want to go back, but I do want to go back really quickly. Because I forgot, uh, did you all see what the second question on the on the midterm ex- or the midterm exam was? No, because I was busy trying to answer the first one. It's true. 
So the first question, obviously, briefly explain the meaning of the universe. Easy. Question number two, calculate. Just says calculate? Just says calculate. What class is this? I'm guessing some sort of philosophy class. I I don't know. Uh, I love taking this philosophy class where I solve a lot of math. Chemistry, calculus, like... Okay, yeah. I don't know. Like, because the the meaning of the universe thing is fun, and you know, I, I'm like, is it like a Stephen Hawking? Like, have they been studying Stephen Hawking? Like, I don't so know. also, right. actually, it it could very well not actually be the first question on the test, and Goofy is already just he's just already tripping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the answer to this question is Max for him. Like, that's <laughs> clearly also it's odd that they keep they have this only one class that we see because it's not like it's live action and they need to build new sets like. Yeah. Um, What budget are they saving by reusing those backgrounds? Yeah, but I mean, I okay. I'm trying so hard to understand, like why why we have this series of events while we have this 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 daydream nightmare thing, and I really I can't. I I was just patting myself on the back earlier because I walked out of uh, the Green Knight today and I was really excited because I understood it and understood the symbolism and I get what it means. I I don't understand this and it's making me feel dumber now. (laughs) Like it's taking away my victory from this afternoon. (laughs) Also see the Green Knight. It's very good. Mm -hmm. I I will say though, very the the film is watching me, by the way. I, I don't know if it's through my phone or how it's doing it. Because I took the note right at the end of this weird trippy dream. I was yeah. like, oh, there's refreshingly little Pete in this film. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, there was a, the refreshing just right amount. And then he shows up now. Yeah. And that, well, not after we see the heartbreaking scene where she fondued for Goofy. She and, did fondue. And he doesn't show up. That woman. Oh, or who, call or anything. That woman who is your perfect woman. Mm-hmm. Who you figured on a park bench? <laughs> <laughs> you get one chance with Edna Krabappel. <laughs> yeah, and Edna. she fondues for you, and you don't show, you don't call, you don't apologize. That's not goofy. That's not goofy. Like, I know. Like, After that, you two are fond done. Oh. Yeah. oh bam, 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 bam. Oh my god, the confetti's back. Oh, wow. Don't go there. This 80 piece band came out of nowhere. Whoa. Deal breaker. No. (laughs) Also, like, the question that I had here, Brandon, was he abandons his, he abandons college, abandons his girlfriend, leaves his son altogether, doesn't tell anybody. And the only thought I had was, is he just like getting away for a weekend or is he literally just like, I quit all of this? Well, we know Goofy doesn't know what's good for him so he goes to pete for advice because he's dumb and he's yeah. like my buddy pete always gives me advice it's always the worst advice <laughs> it is always the worst just do the opposite of what pete tells you and you'll be fine yeah the last yeah. the last time pete uh, pete gave me advice was right before my big depressive episode yeah. in the first movie yeah. yeah also to ashley's credit uh yes pete is yet again barbecuing but he's barbecuing the same amount of food as he did for six people for two people. Chris, he was barbecuing for two people last. Well, he was barbecuing for one person last time. Yes. And he's doing just the same. He's living his emptiness. Best life. Uh, Yeah. Pete's going to have a heart attack in a year. (laughs) Yeah. It's (laughs) Pete's not long for this. Yeah. He's going to have a heart attack because PJ is going to show up and he's going to be like, Oh, I forgot that summer happens. This movie pulls off a rare move. I think. Okay. 
which is when a character gets advice from themselves in the past. <laughs> yes, you're right. Because through Holy working shit. with Pete, Goofy just remembers the speech that he gave the kids and was like, oh, I'm just going to do the thing I said to do. <laughs> I'm going to focus and use my lucky horseshoe and get my ass back to school. But also, he does, like he stops doing the X Games, but it didn't seem like the X Games was taking up a lot of his time. He go he like re- reconciles with his girlfriend. He mm-hmm. still wants to to be in his son's life. He's still doing all the things he was before. Yeah. He's just like not going to, I guess, trip balls during tests anymore. <laughs> I think he got he, one he, test. He, yeah. he drank Bobby's coffee that morning. That's why all of this happened. Well, That's all speaking it of tripping balls, here we, <laughs> here we go. Here it is. The, the thing I remember most about this film. Is this weird upsetting breaking of the fourth wall where they decide to have the stoner point out that they're always wearing gloves? It's so good. It's Except so good. Except for Beret Girl and also Except Bradley Uppercross the third and yes. some of the other characters. <laughs> yes. But actually, the, I don't think the women wear gloves ever. Except for Minnie. Minnie is the only female that I can think that wears gloves. But she doesn't show up in these movies. That's yeah. true. Because, yeah. like, like his wife and Pete's wife, all the women get murdered. <laughs> That's where yeah, I was going to see Roxanne. That, that was Mickey's William S. Burroughs phase. Yeah. They took off their gloves and now they're invisible. <laughs> Minnie takes off her gloves to wash her hands and Mickey's like, where'd you go? Oh, boy. <laughs> I think what's more upsetting, though, is then he takes the glove and peels it away from his skin, revealing that it is, in fact, a glove. Because I was like, whatever. If they're always wearing gloves, that means that those are their hands. I'm pretty sure we see yeah. characters like getting out of the shower with gloves on like yeah. those are their yeah. hands their hands yeah. are those cartoon gloves Brandon, they're never nudes <laughs> that's f- i'm pretty yeah. sure there's like mickey stuff where like he gets like boing like out of the gloves and they come yeah. back on at some yeah. point like i i have maybe a memory of something like that but, but specifically in the yeah. goofy universe but in the goofy universe yeah. in the in the goof cu in the <laughs> uh, like having just the gloves is just a part of their anatomy for so long and then seeing it looked like someone grabbing a big chunk of their skin and just like pulling it two inches away from their body which again if it's in bobby's head that i mean that is kind of a, a thing that people go through when they're tripping if they're having a bad trip they might you know see their skin is kind of, it's why they say never look at yourself in the mirror when you're on a trip because that's why you think your face is like melting and <laughs> uh, yeah so i could see him just being like Oh God, no! <laughs> like, yeah, but I remember that's just so distinctly about the film. Uh, one thing I I thought I remember but was incorrect was that uh, I thought Beret Girl was a character. Nope, uh, no, uh, she is not a character, and she's in like one and a half scenes at mm-hmm. best. Yep, she is a plot device, sir. Not even <laughs> that. that. Nothing is accomplished so. through her. She just she exists for no she's, reason. No, she no, stops no. Max from walking out the door because yeah. she's like, I'm gonna rhyme, so you don't waste your time you know like On life's <laughs> lime. <laughs> a very uncharacteristic bobby moment comes up uh because max is like i'm just going to transfer away i'm leaving i'm not doing it and then yeah. bobby is like the tough voice of tough love where he's like hey man you gotta let those gammas think they just won and drove us out of the competition i'm like why is it pj saying this bobby shouldn't say this do we suppose it was scripted that at some point he says buddy because he says buddy at one point. I, I, I have a feeling that much like what happened to, with John Mulaney in uh, Into the Spider-Verse, they probably just let him go and just say a bunch of shit that they could animate later. And they're probably like, oh, yeah, 
buddy works. Yeah, let's do that. So yeah, because I said this is the last year when a majority of his projects aren't him playing himself. Mm. Uh, yeah, and it's right, and it's three years before the worst decision he ever made, which is the mockumentary that people thought was real. Polly Shore is dead where he hired a bio- our documentary crew to go around to all these comedians and tell them, hey, did you hear Pauly Shore died? To see how they would react, and it did not go well. No, as it shouldn't. Nope. That's fucked up. Yep. They're Pauly all like, Shore died? Oh, Pauly, Pauly Shore's dead? All right. No, he didn't. He, yeah, he literally like was having them portray his life as having ended and asking people like Chris Rock and Adam Sandler and uh, I think uh, Tom Sizemore was in it as well. Like, oh, we just want to get a nice like soundbite for the end of our documentary we were making about Polly. And a lot of people were like, yeah, he's a giant pile of shit. I'm glad he's dead. I, Chris, uh, yeah. I am really broken up about this. Like, I have not been this affected by a comedian's death since Robin Williams. Like, this hurts deep. Like, no, pa- he's not dead, Brian. Robin Williams? No, Paul. Oh my Shore. God! I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, that redeemed the entire bit. That, that yeah. salvaged this entire diatribe. Just happened. So now I'm gonna be bummed out because I, for for the sake of a bit, lived in a world where Robin Williams was back. Oh, <laughs> my heart hurts. Uh. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Uh, well, that. you know who else heart hurts, and that's Goofy, because he done messed up. Yeah, he's got get back. He done goofed. He done goofed. But he's such congratulations. An you goofed he, yourself. He's such an optimist, though, and such like a good person that you want Goofy to have good things. So you're like, take him back. He made a mistake, it's and she okay. forgives him, but she only forgives him for that Goofy D. <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on alternatively just- that's the that's the uh that's like the the orange drink in the in this <laughs> ah, nice bottle of goofy d goofy oh uh, no all the single moms in town are drinking that goofy d <laughs> well let's see we got milk some purple stuff something called mickey and uh goofy d I, this is one of those universes where like to goof has multiple meanings to goof is human (laughs) 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 to a yuck divine (laughs) oh god we're all losing our minds we are our brains have melted we need we need like between that and like the smurf averse to just have the smurf and goof first like collide yeah yep i'm here for it yep um he so she takes his apology, but then he ruins her fucking life by knocking over all of those bookcases. Like her <laughs> job is impossible. Oh, for, we forgot like, in the meet cute. It's a big EV energy. We forgot in the meet cute that her boss comes in and sees them like flirting with each other, and he's like, "We'll go over to the psychology department where it's less whatever." And I'm like, then he walks in on them again during this moment, like this. This woman doesn't have a job after this. To be fair, if you're shocked by sex in a college library, then just don't go to college library. Oh, actually, you we, know we need oh, Clayton no. to, <laughs> to rule. Oh, really. no. We're going to have to have a therapy session. All right. So. Oh, God damn it, Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> Chris, he would fire her, but nobody else respects the Dewey Decimal System. It's so. true. It's Everyone true. else is library true. Congress only. All right, Chris, let's so, unpack some garbage from your life. <laughs> So the first year and a half that I was at school, 
my work study program, I landed the cushy job of working in the library, which is a great job to have because you can study and get all your work done while you're doing it. Yep. So the very first night I'm working at the library, I'm closing it out. And my boss goes, okay, go up to the third floor, which is like encyclopedias and stuff and reference materials, and close out all the study rooms if people are in it. Tell them they have five minutes to leave, make a second round, and close up and lock up. That was my job for the night, okay? Very first day. Very first day of college, classes, all this stuff. Third floor, I go up there, clear out like four or five people from the study rooms, and I go over to the far corner of the library on the campus, and I open up the room to a dude and his girl just deep into each other fucking on the table and they both just turn and look at me and I just walk away I didn't know what else to do I just walked away I didn't I just left I just left the situation and I walked downstairs and they you know abruptly left the building and my boss was like oh did you get everything closed up and I said yep and, and uh, I did. Almost everything, yeah. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> this, I, I'm a freshman in college. It's my first, like, real, like, work and school job. And, like, just two people fucking nasties on the, <laughs> this, the study hall area. It's, uh. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're right. So, yeah, libraries. That's a that good That is not any typical feature of college libraries, is yeah, also. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but, <laughs> like, legit, this next section is taken straight out of back to school with Ronnie mm-hmm. Dangerfield, which is the montage of him like, okay, I got to study for my actual finals now to graduate. Uh, except what the fuck is this montage? Why is she, <laughs> why is she like making him do push-ups while like on his back? While I mean, it's sex play. Stu- it's all sex. Yeah, play, right? It's gotta be right. Also yeah. good for him. Like goofy is in way better shape than I gave him credit for. Like to be able to pull all this off. Good mm-hmm. for you, Chris, bud. the stamina that goofy has in this town like we well, are we've well established aware. he has never stopped fucking so this man could go he's a marathon fucker it's fine he can plow a country mile yeah, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't actually need to be working out while he's studying it's what he chooses to do like yeah. it's, this is this is just him like showing off like yeah, yeah yeah if he gets a good sweat on you know she'll towel him off it's another thing they felt like well we have to do this and then they didn't think of what any of the scene should be so they did the same scene eight times Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I think every single scene is just him like doing some physical like activity while reading yeah. a book. I wish learning actually worked this way, though. Yeah. I mean, it kind of yeah. does. Like your brain is more active, like when your body is like moving. You know, so like there is some science like behind this. You know, kind of like I mean, some of the stuff that he's doing is like no, you're just like way too distracted. But like yeah. the actual like movement and like waking up your body then learning is actually quite yeah good. i mean it, it's really hard to read and do push-ups at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. it's really hard to do push-ups yeah i say the real <laughs> problem is though he's like doing push-ups and respecting the dewey decimal system there's no way she's not interrupting him for constant sex it's true <laughs> it's true although that's the real problem she's withholding unless he gets all a's like at this point oh like, you think she's oh. strong enough to withhold from that goof <laughs> You got some of that goof. She's she's all in. Do you see her reaction when he gets all A's? Oh, yeah. When she says, I'm so proud of you. Let's go, quote unquote, celebrate. First off, first off, uh, uh, you know, uh, like colleges do. (laughs) Post the grades for everyone to see. For everyone's, for all classes. (laughs) 
on a report card in the hallway. No privacy here. Oh my god! Like like trying to find out if you got the lead in the school musical. It's like some shit from Greendale. I'm like, is this community? What's happening? Uh, yeah, but this like I've never seen any 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 being on the planet as horny as she is when she sees he gets all A's. She is horny for A's. That means she gets to do weird stuff. Yeah, that means she gets to do birthday stuff early. <laughs> Can you explain to me? Because again, I wasn't I wasn't drunk. I wasn't inebriated at all when I when I watched this the other night. By the way, I have a note that is take a bite is just naked colored Pete. <laughs> uh, Chris, that's it. Chris, that's the I'm to be parents guide. That's just. <laughs> Take a bite is just naked color Pete. I assume there's some character who says take a bite and he looks like Pete. But without the hair. Maybe that's it. Yeah, you're probably right. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, So now he goes and he tells them that he's leaving uh, and they throw him out. I love that he does not take he doesn't take any of their bullshit. They try all these manipulation tactics. He's like, Mm -hmm. I'm just not I'm just going to leave. Well, he's (laughs) he's finally getting that that good, good, good lady loving. And like he has self-respect now because he's not just fucking anything that moves. So like, but also Goofy's an adult man. And this this is a frat. And he's like, Goofy's like, I'm an adult. So is Bradley upper crust the third. (laughs) Bradley's like, I'm 58. (laughs) (laughs) My countless progeny infest this campus. Hi, dad. But, Um, uh, you know. What I think my favorite pastime, as I think is all of our favorite pastimes, is to when we're just hanging out with the bros, you know, having a cold one with the bros, is to just brag out loud about how we constantly cheat to win. Hey, uh, listen, you chant as well. If I thought the chanting bad was earlier, now they just chant, cheat, 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 listen, cheat. There is something to be said about the privacy and sanctity of the frat house. You can say what you need to say. Without fear of judgment. Chris, have you ever no. been inside of a frat house? No. Do I look like I would be? I, I'm not a frat <laughs> guy. Are you kidding me? No. By the way, my background right now is the devil horns for Bradley Uppercross the third. Ah! I that seems a bit on the nose, right? Oh, is oh, supposed oh, to be a symbol. Oh, hold for on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> The the you're something's on the nose with Bradley upper crust the third. It's, it's all the cocaine he snorted. The the peak of subtlety of character design. I just want to point out that it's not on the nose; it's on his head. Uh, uh, wham! Ashley uh, debuts uh, her new uh, character, <laughs> <laughs> pedantic Valley Girl. I don't. What is this? Is this every drunk girl you've met at a party before? <laughs> like, what's happening? Yes, Ashley literally is every single drunk girl I've met at a party. Like, every party, it's weird. I see a drunk girl. Ashley's like, just oh, there, and she's drunk. Yeah, it's like, man, Ashley's Ashley. drunk. I walk into the next room, and it's Accurate. like, Ashley's drunk. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, so he goes to meet Max. And once again, all of our problems could be solved if you just explained right off the bat, like, Goofy should have opened with I quit the gammas. Like you need yeah. to start there. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, Max is like, oh, I bet they told you to say that. Like Max is being unreasonable because Goofy says like, hey, they're cheating, which obviously did you think that was a regulation yeah. rocket on your dad's skateboard? <laughs> <laughs> like how did no one notice this? Especially Nothing in the rule you. book says a rocket can't play skateboards. <laughs> 
Um, but you know who is good at communication? These announcers. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, Ashley. Oh, uh, I mean, that's pretty much like I love like these introductions and this asshole that keeps interrupting the other guy. <laughs> like, but can, did anyone else notice that for some reason the ESPN announcers have a fucking like Dr. Wiley blimp? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like this giant flying skull in the sky. Uh, yeah. And first, first team Gamma's going to have to fight Fireman. <laughs> but if they win this match, they'll get a fire power up that they can use to defeat Iceman. <laughs> Did anybody else notice the guy in the rainbow afro wig that was holding up a phone number or what I yeah. thought was a phone number? Did well, you call it? No, I did, but it didn't give me anything. Aww. So, but what I did look, I did a little bit of research here, and I thought it was interesting, but it's also really stupid when you find out what it is. So, four three one. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a John thirteen guy. No, so four three one seven thousand is the patent number for the Disney animation of Goofy in the nineteen seventies, not wearing a hat, but with afro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's a really specific thing. We have patented Goofy. What if Goofy, but no hat? But what's interesting is like going down the rabbit hole on Reddit, trying to figure out what this was like. This is a thing that has baffled people for a long time. Like, why was this in the movie? What does it mean? And then just to find out it's a really specific reference to a singular animation cell of Goofy. Well, thank God they did, because, I mean, the people at Looney Tunes were there, like, moments away from releasing their hit film that starred Goofy, but no hats. And then, <laughs> and then their law department came up with crushing news. I got bad news, boys. It just got patented. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The, the cheating's dumb at times. They're in the rock wall and the guy's inside pulling out the, the pegs that people are climbing on. Well, and the whole thing is broadcast. Like, you would see yeah. the cheating. 100%. And also, but also, every single event we see, it is like Max's team versus one other team. And then it seems like one of them gets eliminated. Oh. And I'm like, wait, there's 99 teams. Are there okay. like 49 events today? There like, might or, be. There seem to be. be. Uh, I have a theory that goes mm -hmm. back to our uh, the campus is just laid laden with Bradley upper crusts. Oh, yeah. They, all the other upper crusts, they 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 uh, so they were all like the 90 teams and then they all dropped out like right before the tournament. So but here's the thing. So Chuck, the sportscaster who keeps interrupting the little guy is played by Jeff Bennett. So maybe it's Chuck upper crossed the whatever. So so how did how does uh, unemployment lady tie into this? Well, she sends Goofy to college. Is she's she the, an upper crust? She's oh, an upper yeah. crust too. Yeah. Yeah, so she she's she's actually the mastermind of this entire fucking thing happening. Yeah, she here. thought Goofy would sabotage Max, who is the only one who could challenge the upper crust supremacy in the X Games. <laughs> it's Something. me, Rosalind Upper Crust. But yeah, something that New England wasps care a lot about, the X Games. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that she didn't anticipate or plan was a sexy librarian by the name of Miss Maripol. <laughs> but this it's a dumb fucking montage of them cheating in a bunch of events. And of course, it ends up with the Gammas versus Max's team. I do, I like, this is the kind of laziest creative decision, but at least there was a decision that the referee for this last event is a bear and he has a Chicago accent. I wrote, he sounds like the MyPillow guy. 
Uh, he sounds like everyone's impression of the my pillow guy. Yeah, <laughs> which is just one of the guys from the super fans. Which is that just makes Chicago. a baker's dozen, Bob. You gotta follow the rules there when you're doing a general election. There, there, guy. Oh, yeah, boy. so I guess uh, he kills PJ. Is that what happens? <laughs> yes. Well, he says he sends PJ three states over, and I'm like, yeah, so PJ's dead. He does show up at the end, but no, probably PJ, different. PJ is just in Iowa. Like, it's just odd that he like the he's standing right there, like watching yeah. them. PJ flies off into space, <laughs> and he's like, nothing weird about that, except now you have too few people. Well, <laughs> in his defense, like. This is a world where Goofy exists, and Goofy is constantly exploding and flying off places. So you're just like, I'll, I'll say. <laughs> and then so Max, like, hijacks the blimp screen and calls out for his dad, like, Dad, you could be our third. We need you. And he comes in at the very last second. They only have 90 seconds to find a replacement phrased. You have one minute and half a minute. <laughs> it's a very weird phrasing. <laughs> to like, it's like the shit you see on Taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> a minute and half a minute. <laughs> and yeah, so then we get the the triathlon or whatever. But and there's a, I mean, there's not a lot that happens here, but there's one thing that I I cannot get out of my brain. And when they get to the bikes after the rollerblading sequence, they take the rollerblades off. But they're already wearing shoes. Uh, those are the feet. It's much like the gloves. It's just part of <laughs> oh, it's, it, so they just have like they're just always wearing tennis shoes as feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can uh, live with that. What I noticed most from the the triathlon is that uh, Bradley Uppercross the third is not very inventive with his operation names. <laughs> it is Operation Grandma, Operation Hay Bale. They're all just like the oh, most direct. Okay. Yeah, Operation Grandma, where the grandma with a goatee is clearly about to be sexually assaulted by yes. an elderly man. But it also made me laugh out loud. So. It did make me laugh out loud, too. <laughs> I thought the little grandpa was so funny, and the little it's grandma so with the goatee was so cute. <laughs> but then then the Gamma's next plan is to give give Max and Co. a shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> not not a great plan. Oh, why did... what? Okay, I'm not trying to jump to the end end here, but as we're like kind Nothing of picking happens, off, we may as well. I know, but as I we're have, picking, I have like three notes before the yeah. end. <laughs> but as we're picking off, because people keep losing their positions, or they get hurt, or they get knocked out of the race. Do do they just have to have one person cross the finish line? So this isn't yes. a yes. team event. This isn't a team event. It doesn't matter because if it's only be... one person, then who cares? Chris, I mean, I'm sorry, you're not a you're not a barrister Chicago accent. You don't know the rules. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> All right. There's a there's a fish that has a life altering moment. That's <laughs> that's a good moment. Or like Goofy goes underwater and comes back out of the water, and this fish is like, "What just happened to me?" <laughs> no, that's a lot of people's response when they encounter Goofy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But don't worry for all for all the nefarious deeds that Brad gets up to. He is paid back because Goofy murders Brad. Yeah. <laughs> He like pit, he throws yes, a horseshoe. He does full At speed, cracks him in the face. Brad's dead. Oh, not just his face. It he like crushes his windpipe. <laughs> like it's it's like he like skews his Adam's apple. Like if you crush that, you die. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Well, here's uh, the thing. Either either Goofy is gonna kill Brad or Tank is gonna kill Brad because Tank does kill Brad. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. by the way, um. I did see on the extremely goofy Wikipedia page 
that the moment that we're about to talk about where the X the uh, X Games oh, X yes, yes. catches on fire and lands on tank was actually removed from the uh, television version of this movie because it was considered to be a bit too intense. As uh, it should be. As it well, it says this be. scene has been edited. It was edited out of him due, like after 9-11. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, because that is functionally like Brad commits ter- domestic terrorism at this point. Like, well, as, as I wrote down, the more confusing part is ESPN is still showing this. Rollerblade <laughs> rockets cannot melt steel beams. I'm like, what is their fucking content standard? They're like, oh, man. We are watching humans die. Quick, get a camera on that. Well, okay, so here's the thing is no one was watching ESPN2 at the time, and Disney had just bought them, so they're like, give the people what they want. So, ah, this week we're going to have Christians fight lions. Yes, and then people (laughs) will watch ESPN2 again. The E stands for emperor. (laughs) They're just documentarians. They don't mess with what's happening. They simply observe. It yep. is the policy of the of ESPN not to interfere with its subjects. <laughs> it's the it's ESPN's prime directive is just we to did let provide it him with the rockets though. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, but of course uh, uh, he wins. Uh, Max wins. Well, we have the say it's a save the cat moment because Tank is trapped in the in the burning stuff and he's like Bradley, Bradley, save me! And Max, you know, has a moment where he's like, I could go to the finish line or I could be a good person and save Tank, and so he saves Tank. Yeah, uh, I think it's also I can't remember if it's before or after the finish line that we get the gag with the uh, Jeff Bennett where he's like, I oh, this is something I just can't be I'm a, I can't even finish my sentences. Yeah, that's I pretty thought good that bit. was a good gag. That was a pretty good bit. <laughs> but then uh, at some point after this, I don't know if it's on the what's in, but I'm pretty sure they say the exact sentence in the first movie where he's like, he's like, I'm not your little boy anymore, but I, I still want you to be part of my life. I, I don't know. I'm like that is the exact line from movie one. You now yeah. you're just fucking with me. Well, it's like poetry; it rhymes. Yeah. Get out of here, George. Get out of here, George. <laughs> I, I I just walk away from this movie not really gaining or losing anything. You know, it. I I unlike the first movie where you have a nice little you know button on the end of the movie that makes sense and they've re-established their relationship. I don't feel anything from this movie at the end. I will say, Goofy, like discovers that he can be his own person without his son like which you know like for somebody who's you know like empty nesting like that is important right like his he's been too involved in his son's life and he realizes like oh i can have my own life too if they didn't have to have this fucking x games nonsense they probably could have made a movie about that yeah yeah (laughs) that's like i understand like that is a theme and that could be the end of it and like technically at the beginning he's empty nesting at the end he realizes he can have a life but we don't really see any intervening steps in that process this is true other than him going like i have a life now max giving away this the trophy at the end to goofy like it's a nice moment but also if you're on that team you're like what the fuck, man? We also kind of earned this. Like, are you going to ask what us a weird engraving. You give it away? Yeah. <laughs> what a weird engraving. Uh, but uh, we get one last uh, parent's guide entry here mm-hmm. because uh, we get the trophy girl. Uh, and as the parent's guide puts it under sex and nudity, Max Goof gets a kiss in cheek by a lady presenter for winning the tournament. A kiss wow. in cheek. Mm. So like, on the inside of the mouth? That's a The animation's really weird. It's just like... <laughs> and she clips into his cheek. <laughs> she pulls him and flops him inside out. And just, it's the yeah. Unreal Engine. It's not great. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
It's fast. They, 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 <laughs> they re- this is, we were watching the day one release. Like they didn't patch it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cats. <laughs> it's all cats. <laughs> I don't know how to rank this one. Honest, honest to God. Like, I feel like at, from my childhood, I saw this one the most. I remember enjoying it better than the first one. But as an adult, I see where the, like, the actual greatness from the goofy movie is and as compared to this so this is just kind of trash um i don't know i think i think some people will like it i think it's some, uh, another man's treasure it's definitely not for yeah it, it's i mean i i it to me it falls right in that middle ground where it's mm-hmm. like halfway between another man's treasure and one man's trash because it's like it's enjoyable like it's an entertaining 80 minutes like mm-hmm. But it's it's mostly especially because it pales in comparison to what came before. Yeah. Yeah. I felt no, I, I'll say this, I watched a goofy movie several times the week we watched it, and I feel no desire to throw this one back on. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, yeah. I fair enough. So I think it is yeah, I think it's another man. I, I think it's uh it's tough. I might have to go one man's trash. Yeah, my my uh, I will go with mine as flipping a coin and it lands on its side. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with one man's trash. Uh, it's 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 not the worst thing I've ever seen, but also it's 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 such a failure as doing what it wants to do. Like the themes are there. If they didn't have this fucking X Games bullshit, they could have actually like built on those and told a great father son story. Yeah, it's one man's trash that ended up at like Goodwill, and like you can buy it for like super cheap, and you're like, cool. I'm glad I have this now, but like, it's just for you. So like, yeah. Yeah, the, the coin flip in the middle is pretty accurate. Yeah. It's what it's in, in Ashley's analogy. It's like if you got that and you got home and you popped open the VHS and it just happened to be like a copy of Little Mermaid two, you wouldn't be that upset because you're just like, well, I still have the cover art, which is kind of cool. Well, that movie also has a great bit of uh, all text where Sebastian literally just goes, "It's Ursula's crazy sister." <laughs> I I have never seen that. Neither have that. I, but I've seen okay. that clip. But that clip is just. Mwah. I'll have to find that because I haven't seen the clip either, so I'll have to uh, check that out. That's. Uh, well, you have to watch this uh, from I think it is Never Ending Story Part Two, when a character looks at the screen and goes, "This is a memory Bastion has lost." Because <laughs> they have this weird high concept thing. Whenever he uses this yes. met like this wish graining device, he loses one of his memories. Yes. Uh, and so to make sure you really get the stakes, they have like the henchman of the villain. He looks at the camera and says that oh, the, the rat stands for obviousness. Yes. God, so funny. to this day, Clayton and I were watching something and they like had to state something like that. We should go, this is a memory the Bastion has lost. <laughs> <laughs> My final thought on the ESPN of it all is uh, Brink came out in 1998 and was a pretty big success for the Disney Channel at the time. And movie. I do wonder if that fed into it. If they were like, Ooh, if some studio yeah. exec walked into the room was like, oh, Brink wait. was big. Do do a Brink with Goofy and then walked out and they were like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> well, okay. I mean, the X Games were were pretty. They were big. A at big, the time. A big yeah. deal. They were a big deal. And yeah. Johnny Tsunami came out uh, in 1999 as well. So. But it's clearly two different because also you can make a good movie with Max and Goofy fighting in the X Games. But. All this empty nest stuff, Goofy learning to be his own man, all that yeah. stuff. There's no room for any of it. It really seems like two different people that wanted to make two different films. Chris, bum us out. Well, I got to tell you, um, it is shocking that this movie has 
88% five-star ratings on Amazon. Fuck that. Those are people who haven't watched the movie in years. I agree. I agree. It's all nostalgia. It's all nostalgia bait. And, you know, as much as I love nostalgia, I think they're all completely wrong. But I was introduced to somebody that uses the handle Cookies by Dad. And this week he gave... <laughs> I can't look at Brandon when I do these because he always gives me the dirtiest look. Ever. That was just, of course, Cookies by Dad. What, what by dark bit <laughs> of the human soul are we going to get from someone named Cookies by Dad? These are actually not dark, but they, they were just bananas enough that I wanted to talk about them. But he, he did give this a five-star rating, calls it a new quote-unquote classic uh, for any Disney fan, a Disney classic that my daughter and I have always loved watching five stars. And I pulled two reviews. The first one is, uh, they're both five stars, but they're both weird. Uh, the first one was for fingerless gloves. Okay. I'm going to become like my hero, Goofy. First, I got to uh, cut off my fingers. Yeah. Fingerless <laughs> gloves. He gives them five stars, but the title of the review is to the guy who called me a noob. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you yes. can't insult me because I don't yes. know it. I and love it goes, internet revenge reviews. <laughs> and he goes, five stars was called a noob for wearing these. They may look small, but they do stretch well. I usually buy a, medium's me- a men's medium glove and these fit me. What's a noob? Question mark. <laughs> Oh, oh no! That—that's like in it. That's so innocent. It yeah. is. It's just so. That's what makes like, him a noob? Well, let me tell you about uh, how innocent this man is. I'm oh, assuming no. it's a man because it's cookies by dad. The second review I pulled was this. It's a five star review for Subway gift cards, like the <laughs> restaurant. Five stars. The title of the review is "They are gift cards," <laughs> and the whole review is. Writing a review of it seems stupid. Five stars. <laughs> so you didn't have to write a review, sir. Uh, you know, I think for the first time, credit where credit's due, agreed. Agreed. Writing a review seems stupid. I agree, sir. Maybe you didn't have to do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, there it was. Brian's summer of sequels picks. We only have two weeks left to go of this weird summer we decided to do. And Uh, they are going to be an interesting two weeks. Well, let's hit that movie game and find out what Chris has in store for us. All right. We're almost to the end, guys. We have made it (laughs) through a month and a half of the summer of sequels. Salvation September is so close and this is going to be so a close. challenging week a couple weeks for you guys chris chris, chris please why, why you do brian brian no, no, just no, gave no. us okay. a wonderful gift no 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 hold of on watching hold on. a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie i legitimately love both of these movies and they both give me sheer joy because they are so absurd and i and i think it's a disservice that you may not have seen either of these movies, okay? All right. All right. Now, giving you guys a heads up, there are only two movies in this series. Okay. So the first movie is from the grand year of 1985. The second movie is from the grand year of 1987. Both movies are classified as comedy, fantasy, horror, 
They both are rated R. First movie runs an hour and 33 minutes. The second movie is an hour and 28 minutes. Is there any chance we actually know these? There is. And I'm going to give you a couple characters that are in both, okay, to help you under, to, to help you kind of find it. Um, William Cat is in the first movie, along with George Went. And in the second movie, um, I'm only going to give you, I'll give you two characters, Bill Maher and John Ratzenberger. Were these both theatrically released? They were. They were. All right. That doesn't help me. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I asked. The reason why I came into this series was I was under the assumption that this was the same movie of the same title from 19, I think, 86. Uh, that was a Japanese horror film. This house? Yes. There's a movie called House? There is a movie called House. And okay. We are going to be watching the ninth. Yeah, we're going to be watching a movie called House. But it's not the good one from Japan? It's not the good one from Japan, but it's also it is a good movie regardless. It's very okay. fun. It's tongue in cheek and it's ridiculous. There's a lot of insane things that happen. But is, is it House like, a second story? It is House 2, a second story. <laughs> okay. I respect that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So whatever the hell these movies are, uh, good, House, I could, man. are they streaming? Can you find, do we have to track them down? Or we yeah, have to no, they're, they're both, they're both on Amazon. Um, and okay. the first one I know is on Shutter, and I think both are on Tubi, so they're all. But you can find them. Okay, you gotcha. can find them oh, Okay, yeah. I'm just I'm just excited to take you all to like a mid '80s ridiculous, over the top horror movie that is not scary by any stretch of the imagination. But I've got some really great memories of watching these on TNT with my dad. Like my dad loves these movies, which says a lot about it. So I just I'm excited to talk about them. What, what not I, enough people know about House. I'm, I'm intrigued by because I feel like most of us had like a uh, a really good first movie, and then like a maybe we'll, a less quality second movie. So these are both just wacky, and uh-huh. the second one is wackier. So like, like that's what you said. So like yeah. it's gonna be odd that we're gonna I think enjoy the second one more. And both have characters, uh, both have actors that were in Cheers in both of the movies. So if you have a movie you'd like us to review, or if you have a podcast you'd like us to listen to, you can drop that in our suggestions on our Gmail. That's trashwatchpodcast at gmail.com. And Brian, where are our social media uh, links available? <laughs> no. Brian, what is our social media? <laughs> we all had that moment. We're like, we were gonna let it go. Like, no, no, we can't. No, we're not. <laughs> all right. So, Brian, where can you find us on our social media? Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Trash Watch Podcast, and we are on Twitter at Trash Watch Cast. All right. So, until next week, when we watch. House, and then the week after House 2, the second story. I've been Chris. I'm Brian. I'm Brandon. I'm Beret Girl, I guess. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Actually, you could be the librarian woman you want to oh, see. You in the can world. be whoever can? you want. Yeah, yeah you uh-huh. need to find you need to find the, the goofy who will who will figure you on a park bench. I, I think <laughs> It is the theme music. Um, Jesus Christ. Let's cut all this out. This is too sad. But keep that. Use that for a tag.